grab your seats for a minute. I, I feel there's more in terms of responding to what God is doing at the moment, but I just want to um, try and fuel that with a little bit of, um, with some, a couple of stories and updates and what's going on around. Um, and I'd love to get one or two people to share off the back of um, that prayer room and all that has gone on in there over the last um, 24 times 7 hours, whatever that is. Um, but there's been, just to walk in there, I don't know how many of you have walked in and just read what's on the walls, the worship and the prophetic stuff and the prayers. And it's, it, it builds you up. It's exciting to see it kind of, I went in on Friday afternoon just to get a feel for what's been going on in us as a body. And it stirs faith because you think, wow, there's a people who are praying. There's a people who are hungry for God. And it encourages. I don't know if you've been encouraged by being in there. But because of what God's done in there and is stirring in us, I feel like there's a moment for us to press in further to what God's doing. I don't know if you feel that. Who feels that? Does anyone feel that there's something that God is stirring amongst us which has been stimulated by the 24-7 prayer? Uh, It's going on in lots of different ways. It's going on in our town, what's going on amongst churches. It's going on further afield as Steve Oliver, uh, who leads our family of churches, as he came a few weeks back and spoke into us about a new era. We feel that God is stirring something amongst us. I don't know if you feel that. I feel that. Do you feel that? And so... But sometimes it's how do we best respond to that, isn't it? But we need to respond. And the verse um, from Isaiah 55 that has been just going around in my head for the last few days as we've been um, just doing the 24-7 prayer and all of that is, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. And I know God is always near and he's always with us. But I think there are moments in the purposes of God where there's just grace to press in and where his spirit is at work to awaken us afresh. I really believe that. And I believe that all that he's doing in lots of different ways and the timing of just causing us to do the 24-7 prayer right now is that this is one of those moments where the call is seek God while he may be found. And there's a little bit of a warning in there, isn't there? There are moments where there's an opportunity to press in to more of God and to his purposes. Amen? Do you believe that? Seek him while he is near. And so I'd love us to do that. I'm not going to, I don't want us to talk for too long because we need in our own, whatever is going on with each of us, we need to take that moment uh, to press in, whatever that looks like, to say, God, I want more of you in this moment when your, your grace is towards us, where you're speaking to us. And let me just read to you again. I just want to read to you again the prophetic word from um, Julian Adams um, um, in 2013 that I read last week when I was preaching. And I just want to keep, I want us to keep coming back to this. He said this, I believe that God wants to put his finger on this church and this city. That where there's been a predictability, where there's been a normality, where there's been a same old, same old concerning this town, God says, I'm going to turn it around. And there's going to be some breakthroughs that are going to come. And I feel like God wants to get you ready for that in this next season. And God is going to begin to unlock a wineskin that is going to pour out wine across the city and release the kingdom of God wherever you go. Amen? He goes on to say, I I feel this this church needs to be a church that unashamedly pursues the favour of God. And I I believe that's what we need to do in these days. We need to unashamedly pursue the favour of God because he's good. 
And he loves us and he wants to do more in our lives. Amen. But we take quite a lot of stirring sometimes, don't we? The truth is, yes. Can you identify with that? Yes, there's few at the back there that agree with me that we need lots of stirring. And so we want to say, come Holy Spirit and help us to seek you in these days that we might see the fulfillment of so many things that God has spoken to us about what he wants to do here, what he wants to do in our town, what he wants to do beyond and into the nations. But we have to, we have to be activated into that. And the other thing we've been feeling so much is that the many of the prophetic words over this church that God has spoken to us over years, we need to be laying hold of them in these days and saying, God, this is what you promised. Now we take hold of that and we pull it into being. We pull it into existence. We believe it and we grab hold of it and we say, God, yes, please. We sense you're doing something. Come and, come and do what you promised. Amen. Oh, that was good. There was a good amen. Anita, that was you. What a fantastic that's what we need more of as well. Brilliant. Um, listen, we're going to just take our offering up in a minute. We're just at the point in the year where we're reviewing the last financial year, which goes up, which is April through to March. So up to March 2019, we're just looking over that financial year, just putting our accounts together and stuff. So in the next week or so, just while we're talking about finance, if you are a regular giver to Gateway, over the next week or so, you will get a, a giving statement for what's happened over the last year, what you've given. Um, that may help you with gift aid and tax purposes, but also it will be a way of us just communicating to you uh, the finances for the last year, what's come in, what's gone out, the kind of things we've spent it on. So do look out for that over the next week or so, that giving statement, um, because that is our main way of communicating to you what's happening. And off the back of that, if you've got questions, you want to know anything about what money is spent on, um, please, please do come and ask us. Speak to trustees, Ian Lowe. Um, or Marco in there, the trustees, not employed by the church. And so if you want that independent voice, you can always speak to them, um, ask them about any of, anything to do with the finances. So that's just by way of update. But as we're looking back over this last year, we just wanted to take a few minutes just to really just to update you on a couple of the things that God is enabling us to do um, with the money that has been given. Um, and I hope that these stories also will fuel us um, in terms of not only continuing to give and to steward well the money that God gives us, but also to believe God for the more and to pursue him. Okay, um, we have our new giving envelopes, which uh, Robert is waving around at the back there. Um, if you're giving in cash these days, we want to ask you to use one of those envelopes, fill in your details. Um, it has all the details of the ways that you can give. And uh, it's also now duplicates as the gift aid form. So if you're a UK taxpayer, we can get an extra 25% back on whatever you give uh, just by you ticking a box and signing the form. So please do use these new giving envelopes. The stewards are walking around with them if you need those. Um, but this is all part of our worship. This is all part of this same thing of pursuing God. Um, so just by way of updates of what we've been able to do over the last year or so, um, just to say, there's some stuff that's business as usual, that's things like employing staff and buying coffee and renting rooms and all that kind of boring stuff. But actually, over the last year, that has been quite exciting because we've been uh, able to take on Rio part-time to uh, really invest into our youth work. 
Do I hear a yes, which has been brilliant? Uh, we've also, in the last year, taken on Emma, uh, who is gradually bringing order, Emma Pickering, who's gradually bringing order um, and communication amongst us in ways that we didn't know were possible before. And so that has been really exciting as well. Those are just some of the kind of business as usual things. But um, as ever, we've been investing into Gateway Furniture in the town. And so I just wanted to get Andrew to come and just give a brief update on what's going on there. Um, and Anna as well through the shop in town. So just some of the stuff um, that hopefully builds faith in terms of what God's doing. So, Andrew. So I think there might be a few slides. I know what it's like to be up here now. <laughs> right. So just a couple of things, really. Um, so last year... Uh, it was a challenging year, but actually also an amazing year where we were able to bless many, many people in this town. So we changed the front of the shop with new signs to make it really clear who we are and what we are. Um, if you just tick on to the next one, we've got our cafe area in the shop in town as well. And uh, some of the things that we do within the shop are... So some of the things we do, we offer, a, there's a cafe area, it's a free tea and coffee area for people in town to come into. We found a real community atmosphere start to build within that, uh, uh, that place. We have people uh, come in whose perhaps first language isn't English. We have Swindon Mind who come in every Saturday, spend time in that area. And we just really found that in the town centre are many people that are kind of a little bit lost in life not really sure, you know, where they fit in. And we've really found that there are a group of people now starting to meet regularly in that cafe area. There's a mother's uh, toddler group, that, uh, sorry, there's a, a toddler play area also where people can come in. And we also give free books away as well, which might sound quite a small thing, but actually there's a huge amount of people that come into the shop on a regular basis uh, looking uh, for books. And many people perhaps who are quite socially isolated will come in uh, just to get their free books and just to really come in to talk to somebody. Uh, so that's some really exciting stuff that's going on. Just some really key headlines now of what, what we've done over the last year. So we help about 35 families a month. Um, 47% of the families that we help, we provide with a white good, which is an electric cooker, washing machine, fridge, freezer. Um, in 2018, we gave away over 1,500 items of core furniture to people in need. That's core furniture. That's like a sofa, you know, big items of furniture. Um, I, I think um, as well, as many of you will know, you know, there are some real areas of, of deprivation within Swindon. And sometimes that can be quite surprising. But... Um, 54% of the people that we helped last year came from four of the electoral wards of Swindon that are in the worst 5% for national child deprivation. Not a week goes by, I would say, where we don't go out into a property and there is a child not sleeping in a bed in Swindon in this, at this time. You know, that, that's, that's some of the need that's out there. Um, so just on the last part there... Um, yeah, so 36% of the referrals that we'd completed last year were for beds with children. And as I say, I, I'm out on the van sometimes myself, and even a few weeks ago, I went into a property, and there was a young girl, bless her, fast asleep on the floor on a half-inflated airbed. You know, and we're going in, bringing in a bed to that family and blessing them. So, it, yeah, so it's been an amazing year. I think the final thing just to say is what's been really great, I think God has really challenged us 
uh, in the running of Gateway Furniture about making sure Jesus is at the centre of all that we do. And it's been such a blessing to have, do- have started to run an Alpha course out of the shop. Uh, I think we're into about week seven. Thank you for all those that serve into that that are here today. Um, We've got the Holy Spirit Day coming up on Wednesday this week. Please pray for that. It's been amazing to see what Jesus has been doing. We've been doing that in our cafe area, in the shop. So it's been running in the shop space, in the town centre. It's been amazing to have people praying into that when when it's running on the top floor. Just having people in town crying out to God, crying out for people. And to just on, I mean, last week... Audrey uh, did the talk and literally we needed a box of tissues at the end because most people were crying at the end of that. Second week, why did Jesus die? On my word, to see what God does uh, for people that are searching for answers in life, you know, to, to know that they're loved, to know that they're forgiven. It's just amazing to see that. And I really feel this is kind of a glimpse of the advancement of God's kingdom in the town centre in Swindon. Brilliant. Thanks, Andrew. Right, this is whistle-stop tour, but I just wanted Anna just to share one of the kind of spin-offs of that as well. Lead me in your love to those around me. We've been singing that this morning. That worship song's been on my heart for a fortnight. Lead me, lead in your love. It's what Andrew said about Jesus has to be at the centre of it. In your love to those around me. Five years ago, a year in hospital with leukaemia. The following year, I'm at home because I have to keep myself biologically away from bacterians. I get nine months in, and I'm going to do it crazy, but I'm also saying, God, I've got to start getting out. I've got to start meeting people. My confidence is that big. My social contact is that wide. But I heard him say, well, what do you want to do? I want to do voluntary work. Okay, what kind of voluntary work? Actually, I'd like to support people who where English is a second language. Never done anything like that before. I don't know where it came from. That's what I wanted to do. Got to the October half term. A friend of mine who works in a school came to my home, chit-chatting. Where do you see yourself going from here then, Anna? Really don't know. But um, I've said I'd like to do some voluntary work and possibly work with people wearing just a second language, but I've no idea how to do it. But when I had that prayer to God, I said, God, God, not now, not now, not now, because my confidence was that big. In January, in January, not now, not now, not now. So I've had this conversation with Nicola, and she said to me, oh, that's not a problem. I know a lady called Misra. Um, Would you like me to introduce you to her? And inside, outside I smiled. Inside I went, no, 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 God, not now, not now. My confidence isn't that big. No, 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 January, January. And then I said, but God, I asked you, and this is your answer. So I carried on smiling at her and said, yes, please. She said, oh, that's fine. And then she went, oh, Anna, I'm really sorry. I won't see her till January. And inside I went, oh, thank you, oh, thank you. Well, I told you that because come January, I walked in, she works in primary school. I walked into this classroom. She was the only lady there, a Muslim lady. She looked at me from the other side of the room. She went, oh, you must be Anna. She walked up to me. She gave me the biggest hug I've ever had. And she said, you're a gift from God. Thank you so much. And I went, well, I'm still working here today. She's absolutely lovely. She's very recently, she had some really serious illness to a close member of her family, and she allowed me to pray for her in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, the people she works with, I carry on working with, they're mainly women, not exclusively, but mainly from all over the world. God has told this country we will touch people from across the world. They're from all over the world. Well, they do her course, and I meet them through that, but they then want to practice because their English isn't 
strong enough to take it from the next step from their course. So in liaison with Andrew and, uh, I've forgotten your name, sorry, Nigel, um, we organised that I could meet them at the cafe. Now that has been such a blessing because these people are very poor they could, and it wouldn't be socially acceptable to go into some other public places. It's in the town centre, they can walk there. They offer tea and coffee free. There's no expectations they've got to pay for anything and that would embarrass them. So I just meet there with them as friends and we have conversations and it has developed a group. This, this last fortnight, a lady said to me, Anna, can I tell you something? I said, of course you can. In English, which I understood clearly, she, she said, I came to this country, I think she said four years ago, had no English. My children go to school, they learn English. My husband goes to work, he learns English. I'm at home. I'm at home all day long. I cook, I clean, and I watch television in my own language. And I'm very lonely and I'm very isolated. That's a very, very common thing I hear amongst women in particular in Swindon. But I go to Musrit's class. I meet her and I meet you. You make me speak. I don't speak, but I listen, I listen. Musrat made me speak, you make me speak. I now come here, and with your friendship, you make me speak. I, I just have a gentle conversation with her, that's all we do. But she said, I'm learning, Anna, I'm learning. But my children come home from school, they talk in English, I don't know what they're saying. Anna, this week, my children came home from school, they talked in English, and I answered them in English. And they went, Mum, you speak English. The beam on her face was amazing. These women can now come out of their homes. They can meet people in Swindon. Their confidence is growing. They're no longer lonely. I'm going to tell you one more. I know it's time, but it's so precious. The lady came to Swindon four or five years ago in her own nation. She was so poor, she couldn't afford to go to school. So when she came to Swindon, she had... No reading or writing skills and spoke no English. She came to one of Musterit's classes. She sat there in tears and an Asian lady went and put her arm around her and just reassured her, you're loved, you're welcomed here. Following class, Musterit introduced her to me and really gently started to learn English. She's one of the ladies who now comes to the gate. And the first time we met at the gate with her and I said to her, I... Are you going to go and get the teas and coffees? You're going to ask for it. No, 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 no. I said, yes, you are. Come on, come on. And the two of us went together. And because we know how much love there is at the gate, I knew she would be well received, no matter how difficult she found to speak English. And she asked for tea and for coffee for three people, either with or without milk or with or without sugar. Now, she, she says, I'm going to get the teas and coffees. And she's so much more confident and so much more engaged. Now she will go to the gate by herself with, uh, and meet other people there and if she knows that I'm coming a bit later. Jesus says, lead me in your love to the rose around me. And he says, first and foremost, it's love, it's love. We reach people in love and God will meet those same people. So good. Oh, we could go on. I was going to then go on and tell you about what we've invested into Burundi because 
A lot of you know the Burundi story and some of the things that we've been able to do. It's been a, a, a big place of investment in terms of our finances over this last year, employing Donna and all of that. Um, but we're going to run out of time if we do that. So I'm not going to do that because there's more important things to do. Um, but what I do want to do is just read you this other bit of Julian Adams' prophetic word from 2013 that says this. Because as a church, we've done lots in Burundi. We've done lots um, in um, other countries around there over the years. Um, but one of the things that was prophesied over us um, in 2013 was this. God says, what you will do in the nations will be multiplied in the city. Amen. What you do in the nations will be multiplied in this town. As you build orphanages, homes, as you release finances to the broken in the nations. And that has happened, not quite in that way, but the, the amount of um, the Donna is out there now um, with uh, a t team of, actually this time with a team of guys from Australia. But there's so much going on on the ground and the church really is beginning to rise. There's now uh, 300 people in Bujumbura, who would say that they're part of Citygate Church. And the thing that we've been able to do as a church, I think, is uh, really stand with Donna through those early stages of building that up. We've been feeding people week by week, um, uh, supplying milk and all that. And, and Gateway, you have been so faithful in plowing resources into that. And, you know, many, most of us will never get to go to Burundi, but um, we need to know that God sees every bit that we've given um, and we've played a part in what God is doing in the nations. And so um, many are now gathering together um, at Citygate Church. Uh, we had a special offering last year, you may remember, and there's £25,000 that is set aside to buy land uh, for the ongoing work of the church into the community. We can't do that yet because we don't have the registration, uh, the appropriate registration documents for the church, but that money is waiting there, and that was from last year's special offering. But I think it's important for us to know, A, that, that, that is, the, the kingdom is advancing there through what we've been involved in as well as in Swindon, but we need to know that God says to us that what you have been doing into the nations will be multiplied in this city. Amen? As you build orphanages, homes, as you release finance to the broken in the nations, there will be even so there will be finance, homes, properties released into this area, into this town, so that you would begin to see the kingdom of God break out significantly. Amen. So we need to hear what God is saying. I believe absolutely as we as I walked into the prayer meeting this morning, uh, the things that people were crying out for was this this theme of awaken. God, will you awaken us? Will you awaken us as a body? And I think we're beginning to feel that with uh, what's been going on in the prayer room this week. And so I'd love us to press into that some more right now and uh, ask God individually that he would awaken us, that he would do whatever it takes in us to stir our hearts, whatever it looks like for us individually. We've heard different stories. God will do all sorts of things with different ones of us. He'll use different ones of us in completely different ways. We're not all going to do what Anna does. We're not all going to do what Andrew does. We're not all going to do what Donna does. But there is something for each of us that God will call us to do as he stirs us and awakens us. Amen. We could go on telling stories. I do want to say a massive thank you as you receive those giving statements over the next week. I want to say a huge thank you for all that you've invested um, in time and money into what we've been able to do over this last year or so. But let's ask God in these days, as we feel he's speaking to us about a new era, as he's stirring us in prayer, let's ask God, will you awaken us, Lord? 
Will you breathe on us as a body so that we might be the people that you've called us to be in this place? So that we might see the kingdom of God advance in new ways, in creative ways, in ways that are applicable to the gifts that God's given each of us, that the kingdom might advance in this town and around us and beyond. Amen? But these are days when God is stirring us, I believe. So can we, let's close our eyes, let's lift our hands right now. I'm just going to give us a couple of minutes Uh, each of us individually, to say, God, stir my heart. Jesus, will you awaken me? Whatever that looks like. And if if there's no hunger in you right now, then, well, A, that's a, a little bit of a dangerous place. Let's ask God that he would stir hunger in us. Amen? That he would stir us to pursue him and to seek him in these days. Isaiah says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Go after him while he is near. This is a moment of grace, I believe, for us to press into the things of God. So a couple of minutes, just let's ask God to stir.